Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Behind the Switch, where we make the complex world of climate and clean energy a little bit more accessible. My name is Sophie Kelly. And I'm Rachel Serrato. And today we are revisiting our interviews with Maria Belen from Green Roots and Sri Kayali, the Chinatown and Chelsea microgrid manager, to learn more about the microgrid in Chelsea. And I am so excited for this. It's so interesting, I think, to talk about these two microgrids together because they're both at really different stages and are inherently really different projects. Totally. But the beauty of the Run GJC team is that the two communities are constantly learning from one another and iterating on what works and what doesn't work. And once we figure out the perfect formula for everything that works, community microgrids, we're going to take over the world. Yeah, that is really why we are doing this podcast series. Okay. <laughs> um, now back to the good stuff. Let's hear about Maria Belen and the origins of Run GJC's work in Chelsea. Can you tell a little bit of like the linear story of the microgrid in Chelsea? Yeah, so we, um, I was just talking about it earlier today, but we we responded to a feasibility study, RFP, a request for a proposal, with the, um, the Green Justice Coalition. Together, we responded to the RFP, and we have been implementing it since then. And so I was just thinking about this. My second daughter is five years old. This was before she was born. So probably six years ago, we started with responding to the RFP. At this point, we have two microgrids, one in Chelsea, one in Chinatown. And the one in Chelsea is being, um, phase one is being implemented right now. And that is through um, installing batteries and solar in different municipal buildings, as well as affordable housing. This is great. I love all of the context Maria Blen is giving. It's really painting a picture. I also know that Sari talked about which buildings the team focused on for phase one. So maybe we can hear a little bit from him. In Chelsea, we have a pilot uh, project for three buildings. That's the uh, Chelsea City Hall, the Chelsea Police Department, and a low-income housing complex. We've completed the design at two of the locations. Uh, we're still working on the design at the third uh, low-income housing unit. And we are, uh, we've submitted our internet connection application to Eversource, and we're hoping to have the microgrid up and running at those locations uh, sometime next year. Wow, so 2023 is going to be a big year. Sounds like there's a lot going on to get excited about. We've um, also started discussions with the uh, Chelsea Public Schools, and um, we're looking ahead to the next phase uh, there as well. Nice. I love that the team is already looking beyond the initial phase of three buildings and is starting to look at all of the opportunities for buildings that should have built-in resilience. And the best is yet to come. Yes, for sure. And with any project of this magnitude and importance, there are certainly challenges to learn from. Maybe we should take a second to hear about that. Let's do it. What do you think has been the biggest challenge? Yeah, I mean, I think some of the biggest challenge is challenges are one is sort of the old school framework we're trying to do things differently right and so we're trying to say no actually the technical er experts are not the only experts let's hear from the community um green roots is leading together with the city but green roots has a very central role yeah and that's not typical in energy related projects um, 
And then I think some of the technical barriers. I mean, there are some very wonky technical barriers around interconnection, but then there are like more political barriers around what authority do we have and what authorities we don't have to to connect different buildings to each other and how does that interfere with the franchise of the utility companies who have a model set up where they monopolize all um, distribution of energy. Maria Belen has clearly been with the team for a long time and Sari is newer to the team but has dived headfirst into the first phase of the Chelsea microgrid. His engineering approach offers an interesting insight into some of the design and resilience trade-offs unique to this kind of project. We talk to, you know, Amoresco, for example, and they say, well, this is the financially feasible option. This is how you make money on this. Uh, but, you know, you're not, you know, providing resilience to every single tenant of an apartment building. So uh, trying to navigate that and trying to identify um, additional sources of funding to try and bring, um, bring that resilience to those tenants is one of the added uh, difficulties of the project. Okay, let's end this episode on a good note, though, because as many challenges as there may be, one thing that has become overwhelmingly obvious in talking to all of these people is that they are wholly committed to finding creative and equitable solutions whenever possible. What has been, have been some of the greatest joys or moments that make you feel like, okay, we have to keep pushing for this. This is super important. I mean, honestly, I feel like there's a lot of excitement outside yeah, of run GJC and outside of Chelsea and Chinatown for it. So that feels like, oh, maybe this is a good thing. Yeah. Like it just feels so wonky and complicated sometimes. Yeah. When you're inside of it, for sure. Yeah. And when we got the grant, I was like, OK, <laughs> now we really have to do this. Yeah. Um, which is great. It's been a great experience. I never thought I would know this much about energy. Right. And yeah. I'm sure I know that I don't know a whole lot more. But um yeah, this stuff, this wonky stuff matters. Like how, you know, if we have solar all over and we generate solar, but really all the benefits are going to large solar companies, that's no different than a large utility like Eversource. If right. the benefits are not coming back to the residents and families on the ground, then sure, we might be reducing emissions, but we are not moving the needle on equity or on economic justice for families that that need those revenues or need those credits or need to pay lower electricity bills. One takeaway from today's episode is we absolutely have to change our behind the switch intros to making the wonky world of climate and clean energy a little more accessible. Absolutely. I mean, there definitely are some more takeaways, but thank you to Maria Belen for all the work that she does and in reintroducing us to wonky, which is an incredible word. And seriously, these are some wonky concepts. That's like the perfect way to describe them. Mm-hmm. You can say that again. We will leave you today with a final clip from Maria Belen. And like we said before, the best is yet to come. What are your hopes for the future of this project? I mean, I'm really looking forward to some sort of big ribbon cutting. Yes. I don't know. I just <laughs> feel <all>. like <laughs> we need to just like celebrate. Um, yeah. I think to keep, keep growing the momentum for energy justice in Chelsea is also really exciting. Um, and I'm looking forward to that. I, yeah, I think that Chelsea really could be a model. It's a small city. 
Yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot that we can try try out. Well, this worked, this didn't work. And those are models that can be replicated in bigger cities like Boston or bigger regions where this is how an affordable housing development can work with a municipal building and be connected to each other on the microgrid. And this is how much revenue is created. And this is how much it costs to install all these batteries. So I think that some of those lessons learned are going to be are going to be cool to, to replicate. Yeah, it's super exciting. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you all next time when we go back to some of the themes we heard when we talked to Lee and Alex. I know they had some great context for how these projects fit in with the landscape of a just transition. I wouldn't want us to lose that thread. For sure. Let's definitely talk about that next time and tune in for episode seven.